In this presentation, we will discuss an introduction of the traditional IRA and a discussion of what is compensation with relation to the traditional IRA. This information can be found in publication 590A. Introduction. This chapter discusses the original IRA. In this publication, the original IRA, sometimes called an ordinary or regular IRA, is referred to as a traditional IRA. A traditional IRA is any IRA that isn't a Roth IRA or a simple IRA. The following are two advantages of the traditional IRA. So the main two advantages, you may be able to deduct some or all of your contributions to it depending on your circumstances and generally amounts in your IRA, including earnings and gains, aren't taxed until they are distributed. These are the main two advantages and when we think about a traditional IRA or an original IRA, we're thinking about the normal type of IRA. So it's in, in case or unless someone says something other, such as a Roth IRA or some other type of IRA, we're probably considering or thinking about a traditional IRA account. And that means the traditional IRA is the one where we're going to have on schedule one a deduction. So we have the deduction of, in this case, in this example, 5500 the maximum typically for a single individual. We'll talk more about those items later. But we'll have the deduction here, which will lower the income, lowering the adjusted gross income, allowing for the uh, taxes to be lower as well. That's going to be one of the principal advantages. That's the one most people think of when you're thinking about an IRA because you're typically thinking about how to save on tax dollars. In order to save on the tax dollars, you actually have to put a lot more money into the savings account or into some type of account under the IRA umbrella. There is another savings, of course, as well, and that is that the income in the IRA, remember we're putting money into something that's going to be something like stocks and bonds, uh, possibly a savings type of account, any income, interest, dividends, and whatnot typically is not going to be taxed. And that's something that we're not as aware of most of the time. Most of us are very aware of the deduction we might get in the point that we put that money into an IRA. And we're not as aware because we don't receive documentation as formally or usually with regard to us not having to include the income in things like dividends or interest within investments under the IRA umbrella as we would if they were not under the IRA umbrella. And just remember that most of the investments, they're, they're the same type of investments. If they weren't under the umbrella of an, of an IRA, then we would be paying the taxes as they grow in value, in some cases, dividends and interest typically. Uh, but we wouldn't be paying those if they're within the IRA, and therefore we don't receive documentation. And those are, are benefits we often miss because they're not included on the tax return. They're benefits because we don't have to include on the tax return the income. And if we have to include the income, that means we're going to pay taxes on it possibly. If we don't include the income on the tax return, then clearly we're not calculating any tax on that income. Back to the text. What is compensation? Generally, compensation is what you earn from working. For a summary of what compensation does and doesn't include, see Table 1.1. Compensation includes all the following items uh, discussed next. So think about for the taxes, of course, when we're thinking about compensation or income, uh, we're considering items that we typically have to include on the tax return for income and then potentially be taxed on. So from a tax perspective, we would like to not have to include it as income, not have to include it as income. Uh, in this case, we're specif specifying the compensation. So the question then with regards to certain items in regards to things like an IRA, 
is when we think about income limitations and what types of earning limitations we might have, what uh, qualifies as income, what qualifies as compensation. Now note, when you think about income for taxes, usually their general default setting is that something is income and therefore taxable unless we, the government, the IRS, says otherwise. That's going to be kind of the general rule. So if we got income or something like that, usually it's going to be basically income unless there's some kind of reason that we don't have to include it in income. Here, talking compensation. Back to the text, wages, salary, etc. Wages, salary, tips, professional fees, bonuses, and other amounts you receive for providing personal services are compensation. The IRS treats as compensation any amount properly shown on box 1, wages, tips, other compensations of form W-2, wage and tax statement provided that that amount is reduced by the amount properly shown in box 11, non-qualified -qual uh, plans. So note when we're thinking here, we're restricting to box one, box one or, or line one that's typically on box one of the W-2, wages, salaries, tips, typically reported on the W-2. When you consider the W-2, there are usually three lines that relate to income. And that there's one related to box one, uh, three, and five, I believe. And here's an example. So box one, three, and five uh, one is going to be the compensation that we usually consider with regard to federal income taxes. But note that box one is going to be reduced by things that we don't have to include or is not taxable for federal income taxes. So this box one typically is what we think of as being, being reported here on the 1040. Uh, however, that amount is not going to be including something that we may take out. For, for example, like a 401k type of plan might reduce what's in box one. Box three and five are also items that describe income with relation to Social Security for box three and Medicare uh, for box five. Box five is often the highest of the three boxes if they're different because uh, Medicare doesn't have as many things that can reduce it for the calculation of the Medicare tax. Back to the text. Scholarship and fellowship payments are compensation for IRA purposes only if shown in box one of form W-2. Commissions, an amount you receive that is percentage of profits or sales price, is compensation. Self-employment income. If you are self-employed, a sole proprietor, or partnership, compensation is the net earnings from your trade or business provided, uh, provided your personal services are a material income-producing factor reduced by the total of the deduction for contributions made on your behalf to a retirement plan and... Uh, the deduction allowed for the deductible part of your self-employment tax. So if we have our own business, we typically think of the Schedule C. The Schedule C will have income and loss, which will then flow through eventually to uh, the 1040 as income as well. When considering the Schedule C, it may be the case that we have set up some other type of retirement account as well. So we will have to consider the interplay between if we set up some other retirement account on uh, this Schedule C or with our business with relation to any type of individual retirement accounts we might have back to the text. Compensation includes earnings from self-employment even if they aren't subject to self-employment tax because of your religious beliefs. Self-employment loss. If you have net loss from self-employment, don't subtract the loss from your salaries or wages when figuring your total compensation. 
So note that it's possible then to have a loss if we consider a loss on the net income for the Schedule C. If this number is negative, they're saying that normally it would pull over to the 1040 and it can reduce the taxable income on, on the 1040. But right here, we're considering the calculation with regard to the IRA. Back to the text. Alimony and separate maintenance. For IRA purposes, compensation includes any taxable alimony and separate maintenance payments you receive under a decree or divorce or separate maintenance. Non-taxable combat pay. If you were a member of the U.S. Armed Forces, compensation includes any non-taxable combat pay you receive. This amount should be reported on Box 12 of your 2018 Form W-2 with Code Q. Compensation for purposes of the IRA includes, we have the wages and salaries, commissions, self-employment income, alimony, and separate maintenance, non-taxable combat pay. It does not include earnings and, pro earnings and profits from property, interest and dividend income. And no, we're not talking about just income that you might have to pay taxes on because some of these items, of course, may be considered income. We're considering with relation to the IRA. So if we go back over here, interest and dividends, those are typically going to be passive type of uh, income. Pension and annuity income, deferred compensation, income from certain partnerships, any amounts you exclude from income. What isn't compensation? Compensation doesn't include any of the following items. And we just took a look at some of them in our table. These include earnings and profit from properties such as rental uh, income, interest income, dividend income. So these items, again, they could be included on the tax return. We're talking with relation to the IRA. These are usually considered more kind of passive income type of activities. And therefore, when considering them with regard to some areas in the tax code, uh, they might not be considered income or not like earned income or, or compensation in this case. Back to the text, pension or annuity income, uh, deferred compensation received, compensation payments postponed from a past year, income from a partnership for which you didn't provide services that are material income producing factor, uh, conservation reserve program, CRP payments, reported on Schedule SE, Self-Employment Form 1040, Line 1B. Any amounts other than combat pay you include exclude from income, such as foreign earned income and housing costs.